This is The Believer's Response with Althea Nbamidele. Welcome to our podcast, where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Let's chat. Hello. Hey, everybody. How you doing, people of God? It's been a minute. How are you? A hot minute. As the people say, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. How you doing, sis? I'm okay. I mean, I should say I'm, 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 I'm great, popping. right? I'm popping. You're popping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's saying, people. She's popping. Okay, well, stay popping. So, at the end, <laughs> how are you all doing? <laughs> that was just funny to me. Anyway... Thank you. Thank you again for coming, for even clicking on this episode. We hope that it's going to bless you what you're going to be hearing here. We hope that you continue to share this podcast episode, whatever you get from it, you know, if that's a blessing to you. And let us know what's been blessing you on our Instagram at Believers Response um, so that we can share even because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And every time you share your blessing, that is you testifying to the glory of God. Mm. And what he's doing in your life. Hey, so what's been blessing you, sis? This is the part of the show where you get to tell us what's been blessing um, you. So we share with the people and they'll share with us what's been blessing them and everything else like like that. So what's uh, been blessing you? What's been blessing me? You know, like we say, it's almost an anthem. <laughs> it's this relationship with God, this you know, this life of enjoyment in God, just mm-hmm. enjoying God. But majorly it's this Bible verse that um, I can't get over. It's Matthew chapter 16 from, from verse 18 to 19. Mm-hmm. Should I read it? Go ahead. Shall I read it? Because I don't have it memorized. <laughs> Matthew 16, 18 to 19. Oh, I know what you're talking yes. about. Okay. I can't say it verbatim. verbatim. Okay. Verbatim. It's a verbatim. Verbatim, but Matthew 16, 18 to 19. It says, and Jesus uh oh sorry. It says, and I also say to you that you are Peter, mm-hmm. and on this rock I will build my church. Mm-hmm. And the gates of Hades, the gates of hell, some some um, Bible verse will say, shall not prevail against it, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. So, this Bible verse has been ringing and ringing and ringing in my spirit. And one of the things my takeaway from there is the keys of the kingdom of heaven has been given to us as children of God. From the very first time that you gave your life to Christ, that key to the kingdom of God has been given. Now, what are we doing with those keys? So, I I and my, a group of my... Fellowship. Fellowship, in my fellowship, Mm -hmm. we've been digging into, you know, making sure that we know these keys and ensuring that we get the results from these keys. Mm -hmm. That means when you use the key, it must open the door. So... So it's um, the point is what's been blessing me is now me coming to that full realization of okay, 
my Christianity, my work with God must produce results. Mm. That's that's the ultimate. Mm-hmm. That it must produce. I just don't want to profess Jesus. I just don't want to profess Christianity. But I want it to be real. I want, I want it to be real. So that's what's been blessing me. Just that thirst for the realness of this kingdom. Mm. To really carry this kingdom and let people know this is not a joke. When I say Jesus, mm-hmm. I mean I, I mean it. Jesus mm-hmm. is real. The Bible tells me that it goes about doing good. So, and I, if, if I'm misrepresentative, then I got to go about doing good. Be about your father's business. Yes, I want to do wonders. Mm-hmm. I need all the resources. All the keys must work. So, and one of the keys is faith. One of the keys is prayer. You know, one mm-hmm. of the keys is, is um, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Digging deep, knowing what is yours. So, I'm going to stop there. Like I told you, it's driving me. It's driving you. It needs to drive you. That's That was actually so, very, very impactful. I think all of us me. need to be like that. You know, just have that consciousness of mind that we are children of the Father. And we have to be... This is a family business, basically. Absolutely. And we have to be about our Father's business. Yep. As, as the opportunity comes, and if there's an opportunity, you make an opportunity to do what you need to do. Like this podcast. We made the opportunity to be about our father's business. Huh? <laughs> okay, cool. So what's been blessing you, sis? Well, what's been blessing me is um, a lot of things. I don't even know what direction I want to even come from, from, come from, from, <laughs> come with this. <laughs> because um, it's just knowing, just the, the, the knowledge that God is willing to just encourage me. Mm. Just, and just to look and seek for that encouragement. Because a lot of things, a lot of prophetic words, a lot of um, scriptures, a lot of sermons that I've been listening to have all been, um, I want to use the word conspiring. (laughs) Like it's all like the intent of God. Like there's a conspiracy to encourage me. Like God's conspiracy Mm. right now is to encourage me. Uh, Can we change that word? (laughs) Conspiracy, well. Well, it depends on. It, the conspiracy because sounds conspiracy like a secret mission. Like, okay. You know? Maybe and the connotation is what um The connotation, connotes, I guess, is kind of well, like... It's usually um, used negatively. Like Maybe a spy that's kind of... Yeah. Okay, well, everything is working together. Amen! You know? It's working together. Um, and all of what God is doing. Yes, His intentionality sure. is bringing everything together in different ways that encourages me. Amen. Whether it's somebody that just randomly says something... And I take it and I'm like, wow, this is... And then another person or I see something somewhere else and they're like, oh, this just sounds similar to what the other person said. Or this sounds similar to what I read. And it's all promoting this theme of I am with you. Mm. I'm for you. Wait, I'm with you. I'm in you. And I'm for you. Mm. So all of that working together has been blessing me. Just seeing these different things come up here and there that all point to God showing me that he's... That he's on he's in a driver's seat, he's in control, and that I don't need to worry about the details, which is often what we do as believers. We try to figure out God, you know, and that's not what he wants us to do. Or else we'll just be taking his place. And that's not possible. So just just knowing that un- understanding that God is raising systems of encouragement for me. Ooh. That has been blessing me. You know, Can so you say that again? I like the word the system. Systems. Okay, that sounds better than conspiring. Yeah. <laughs> God is raising systems Amen. of encouragement Amen. to bless me. Amen. And it's my prayer that everybody, if anyone that needs encouragement, 
that you will be able to see and Amen. hear because God is out and he's, he's pushing and he's pulling us, but we're not seeing and we're not hearing sometimes. So I just pray that our eyes and our ears will be open so that we can receive these systems of encouragement because they're there and they're available to us in the name of Jesus. So, Amen. all right. So that was our, what's been blessing you segment. Please let us know what's been blessing you. You can tell us on Instagram. And um, as you post it, we'll then re- repost. repost. We'll repost or represent. I don't know. Or D- DM us. <laughs> and we'll just post it. Yeah. Yes. Let us know. Even if it's just an SMS. Some of you know us. Some of you know us personally. <laughs> so then we can share it out, you know. Sharing is caring. Yeah. So. And just so you know, our, uh, our Instagram name or what do we call it is believers response just as just it is. believers yeah. response yes mm-hmm. on instagram thank you so let's move on to our episode for today um the title of the episode is um nothing wasted mm-hmm. so if you think about that you know we think about when you're talking about waste material you know stuff that we don't need anymore we just toss it away it's some things that that are, are not useful anymore or things that are excess, but regardless, when you think of waste is something that we don't necessarily focus on, it's unwanted. But in this episode, we want to talk about experiences in life, right? Nothing is wasted with God. So we want to discuss how life experiences are definitely in league with God's plans to mold and to shape us. Even the hard times of life can be reformed to glorify God. So every challenge, every difficulty, that we face, even the good times, all of these things work together. I don't want to say conspire. My mind keeps wanting to say conspire, but <laughs> I don't know what that word. They is. become a system, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. So that nothing is wasted. You know, if you think about, you know, recycling, you think about um, composting, you think about all these different ways that in the world we we conserve. That's how God is, you know, with everything. Nothing is wasted. And we're going to look at examples biblically today of um, of what is not wasted by God. And why, why we shouldn't allow the, the thought of pushing negative things that happen to us away as if it's just, you know, something that we don't need. God is going to use it all, okay? So let's, let's get into this. So, sis, go right ahead. So just um, your take on this topic of nothing wasted um so i'm gonna read this bible verse first and then go ahead um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep my take on it so james chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 james chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 it says my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So one of the things I want to talk about is patience. Understanding when, when we're going through some things, understanding that patience is needed. Now, not patience in accept, uh, accepting anything, mm-hmm. not just letting every, every nonsense drop on your lap. No, but patience with God. Knowing that he is working, understanding that what he is doing, it's still going to work together for our good. As Amen. long as we are in his perfect will, Amen. it is all working together for his good. And, um, you know, I, I, 
it's not to say like i said it's not to say okay anything will just happen and i'll just take it like that because yes everything is working together there are some things that we have to fight yeah there are some things mm -hmm. that we must not allow mm -hmm. there are some things that we must not em embrace there are some things that we must not allow to settle in our spirits or to even entertain and say it's okay because everything is working together no 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 <laughs> no 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 good point yeah we mm -hmm. have to fight like um i was telling was it someone a while ago that you are a lion and a lion does not waste his time on insects mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it has mm -hmm. better meat to, to to fetch and kill so why waste your time on insects so there are some situations that are like insect kind of situations mm. we have our energy is not to waste our time our time on things like that but a lion fetches and kill fetches good meat mm -hmm. and kills it so our energy must be expended on okay yes this is a problem worth having if i can say that yeah because you know that at the end of it there is a glory mm -hmm. there is a glory for it so Amen. we cannot waste our energy on things that should not even be there in the first place so i say that to say when we are being patient we are not being patient for just allowing anything to happen yeah. but to understand who you are understand your place in that situation that this is just only for a while and even for the fact that it is happening god knows that i have the strength for it yes god knows but there are some situations that no i'm not gonna allow this in fact daddy I will just declare this and it is done. Mm -hmm. I will just mm -hmm. command this and it is done because you have given me the power. So I'm not even going to stress about this situation. There are some that, yes, you have to fast and pray mm -hmm. because it is a, it's a serious stubborn issue, situation. stubborn situation mm -hmm. that requires focus and attention of yourself and God. Mm -hmm. So that being said, of course, we need to be patient with God, but understanding what situation that we are dealing with. So we are not expending energy on on things that we should not. Things yes. that we should just declare and say, oh, you, shut up there, you demon. Go and sit down. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, like, what are, you, what are you talking about? You know, just go and sit down. But there are some that we have to, okay, this is a serious issue. We face... Not today, devil. Not today, yes. You know, we just have to know our rights in mm -hmm. God. So no, no devil Amen. can be tossing us to and fro. No, 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 no. No situation can just be driving us mm -hmm. anyhow. So when we are patient, we know what we are dealing with. Mm -hmm. When we are patient, because we know that God is working out something mm -hmm. on our behalf. Amen. So, um, and then I have another Bible verse. It's Acts chapter 20, verse 18 to 24. I'll read that quickly. Acts chapter 20, verse 18 to 24. It says, and when they had come to him, he said to them, you know from the first day that i came to asia in what manner i always lived among you this is brother paul serving the lord with all humility and many tears and trials which happened to me mm -hmm. by the plotting of the jews how i kept back nothing that was helpful but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house testif testifying to jews and also to greeks repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ and see now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem not knowing the things that will happen to me there mm. except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city saying that chains and tribulations <laughs> await me but mm. none of these things move me nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord 
from the Lord mm -hmm. Jesus mm -hmm. to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. So talking about nothing wasted, this man knew, even though there is a there is a witness within him. Yes. That everywhere he goes, there is danger. Everywhere he goes, there is danger. But for this, for the sake of this gospel, knowing that if I can just reach that place, if it is just a soul. It's not wasted. This experience is not wasted. Yes. You know, it's just a soul. Knowing, understanding the value of a soul. Understanding even the value of every challenge that we face. Mm -hmm. We come to that realization that it's not wasted. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. it's not wasted. Whatever come what me, even sometimes when we caused it, mm. even when yes. I'm the reason, yes, right. God, <laughs> I accept. I accept. <laughs> But he yeah. knows in a beautiful way. Just like, oh, Jesus Christ, you are good. David mm -hmm. and Bathsheba. Ah. You know, David, Uncle David, Daddy David, King David. <laughs> <laughs> he King. caused it. Man after that. that was his own handiwork. Mm -hmm. He put himself in trouble. Mm -hmm. But God in his, in his infinite mercy, or is he infinite mercy? He still worked it out. Not yes, he all. suffered for it. Let's yes. not forget that. Yes, he did. He did <laughs> suffer. Till today, we mm. still know. We can tell the stories. All, you know, the crazy things that happened in his family. All because of, you know, what he sin. did. Mm -hmm. Of that sin. Yet, mm -hmm. God in his beautiful way made sure that something good came out of it. Mm -hmm. Something yeah. good came out of it. Look at the story of Naomi. Yeah, yeah. And her yeah. husband. Mm -hmm. They moved because there was famine in the land. Yeah. They moved because there was famine. But where they went to brought them more pain yes. than what the famine could have brought. Alimelech. You you know? <laughs> Why are you mad? I'm mad at him. No, I every time I hear the story, I'm like, I'm you know? Why? How, how come how come it was when they came back that they found out that they had the rich that, boys, exactly. a rich family how member? How come you didn't know Boaz was there? The, did you know? Oh, it's the God. man pride, I'm telling you. He probably didn't want to go to Boaz and ask Boaz. Oh, like, Jesus Boaz, have can we go into what? business together or you something? Know, but the entire family was almost the entire family was yeah Naomi was she the only one that came back yeah that's true she Naomi and the uh, the daughter-in-laws yeah they were the, uh, well the other daughter-in-law did not even that come back home you know Opa and good so thank God for Ruth that went crazy. back mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank God for Ruth that came back you know mm -hmm. with with Naomi and thank God for the story today we have yes, you know yes, in yes. the lineage of Jesus this family mm -hmm. is there so what, what am I saying in essence is Nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. Whatever it is that we're going through, let's just make yeah. sure that we understand our standing mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. situation and we know that we are not victims in that situation. Whatever the situation is, I am a winner and I stand with God to mm -hmm. proclaim His Lordship over any situation. Amen. And victory Amen. is ours Amen. Amen. in Jesus' name. So we, we, we are more than conquerors. Whatever it is, as even when. You know, I'm, I know I'm, I'm repeating myself. Even okay. when sometimes we feel like, oh, yeah. I caused this, I brought this on myself. Mm -hmm. Just get with God. That's get one thing I always God. say. Yes. Get with God quickly. Make sure you're on the Lord's side. Mm -hmm. Yes. Make sure you're on the Lord's side. Make sure, mm -hmm. make sure. When you get back on the Lord's side, He knows how to work it out. Yes. yes. And He gives the grace. Even if you're going to be, I, do, I don't like to, to use the word punished. Even if you're going to get the consequence, yes. consequence. of yeah. your of your action, yet if you remain on the Lord's side, He has a way to make it good. 
I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. He has he has a way to make it good that you know that yes, this is my 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 consequence mm -hmm. for for what I did. But yet I'm on the Lord's side, and he just keeps me going. Brother yeah. Paul experienced it because you know David had killed a lot of people. Paul experienced it. David, you know, Apostle mm -hmm. Paul, all these people. If you do anything wrong, you get the consequence. That's the principle of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God has already put that principle. Yet if we remain with him he knows how to supply his balm to keep you know soothing us keep soothing yeah, us throughout it, and helping us through our journey mm -hmm. in life so god is awesome amen amen god is that's my take sis god is yeah awesome. that's that's a take that is the take actually <laughs> seriously that is the take because you, honestly Jesus. like you said get on board with god mm. you know and you can't say that you know there's waste if you're living a life outside of Christ. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. That's the exact Because you're just, the... number one, you're wasting your time. Mm -hmm. And um, time is something that you can't get back. Everybody has a set amount of time here to do what they need to do. So the sooner you get on board, mm -hmm. the better. So that's my plug. Get saved. <laughs> if you're listening. Amen. Thank you're you. Not, you're, not living, you're not living your life for Christ. You're not living. You haven't had any salvation experience to even like think that's notable. You need to get yourself on track, you know? So I just want to add to this, everything that my sister said about, you know, nothing being wasted. The key here is just to keep going in God. And then you will see, because eventually, I'm sure like the story you said with Naomi, um, David, at the time, the pain was intense. Like when mm. his childhood Bathsheba died, that was intense pain that he felt that all that prayer and fasting he did and renting mm -hmm, his clothes mm -hmm, and everything mm -hmm. that he went through there. And then every family scandal that came out after that. Oh. And then even going, imagine if you were Naomi, you go into this new, this land thinking everything is going to get better or you follow your man because that's, you know, that's the head of the house. That's what we do. So you follow Elimelech, Elimelech, you follow him <laughs> into that place. Both yes, Elimelech died. Both of your sons then die after that. You're left with these two ladies who pretty much at that time of, of in society was basically you have two left hands. Mm. So you left with them and then the other one, you give them the option to leave you after you feel des you know des desolate. And one leaves and one stays. So now you're left with, with one. What is she gonna produce for you? Yes. Like in reality. In reality, really. like what? She's just another <laughs> another mouth burning feed. Yeah. ability. And you take her back with you, but, but she's stuck God. in there with mm. with her. So even in that, you know, you look even at look at God. God used that woman. Can we read Ruth chapter four verse Go ahead, fifteen? Read it. Uh, I'm making a t-shirt out of that thing. Deviate. Oh, why did I say that? Sis, it's okay. I'm sorry, please. <laughs> this God is too much. Seriously, because the whole thing is just um, how you see, you know, waste is a matter of, there's a lot of people that repurpose waste. Like even if you think about crafts, arts and crafts, people repurpose things all the time and you think it's just waste material, but it's not. You know, like even pistachio shells, people, I had a whole bunch of pistachios I was eating. People make art this out of pistachio shells. You know, my shells. husband told me something that he found that when he was in Nigeria, mm -hmm. the bone, uh, bones of cows. Yeah. That you know, this um, at the abattoir, this men would just throw it away, you mm -hmm. know. And he just figured out, like, oh, he could use this thing for manure, yeah. You grind so it, it would grind, yeah. yeah. So it would mm -hmm. uh, um, burn it mm -hmm. and then grind it and supply it to the farmers. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's a way. So when people, yeah, they were just wasting the bones, exactly. they were just throwing it. 
So nothing wasted if we just nothing wasted. Perspective, perspective matters. Exactly. So you look and right. you see what is waste material. What is not waste material? You ready? Go yeah. ahead and read it. So I found Ruth chapter 4 verse 15. It says, He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. These are the women, mm -hmm. you know, talking to Naomi. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons? Seven sons. Hey. Has given him birth. Who would have thought that? Who would have? Like, what, what, what was that usefulness? Than seven but you know what I mean? If you think, like, who would have even, she probably didn't even expect to get remarried herself. I don't, I, I don't know why, what she was thinking for following Naomi too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, in reality, but like, she what was she? she held on to her. Just, but God used that to just soothe, like, she still had someone that followed her back. Mm -hmm. She wasn't just, you know, like you said, destitute, but she yeah. still had someone, you know? God just used that to just comfort her. She still had a child that she could care for. You know exactly yeah. who would care for mm -hmm. because Naomi um Ruth's parents did not come to, to they didn't come with her yeah wait wait with her to so, uh, to that land so she just mm -hmm. had that was a grandchild as far yeah. as we are concerned yeah and we know grandparents love grandchildren exactly so, so she had to still everything she wanted still mm -hmm. came around at exactly. the end of the day so even though it didn't come from her son, son she directly. had this daughter now yes that like they said was better than seven sons, sons. Because those ones, is a Chile, what were the name? Chilean and Killian? Chilean and Killian. and I don't <laughs> I, even I remember miss, the other name. I mispronounced that the, as a Killan or Killan. But oh those God. ones, we don't know too much about them, except if you watch some thematic they were just the um, movie about, you know, Malon, I think. Malon and Chilan. Anyway, you'll find it. Let us know. Mm. But um, let me give some other examples from the Bible oh, of you. nothing wasted. So we go into this next um, section here. Where we talk, you know, we're going to talk about Joseph. Ah, Joseph to me is one of the greatest examples of nothing wasted. Because um, even we see here, I want to look at uh, Genesis chapter 50, verse 20 to 22 of his life. And I'm going to read the Amplified Classic Edition. It says, as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good. Yes. To bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are this day. Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for and support you and your little ones. And he comforted them, mm. imparting cheer, hope, and strength, and spoke to their hearts kindly. Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's household, and Joseph lived 110 years. So in all of those years there, in all of those years that he lived, and he provided 110 years he lived with, the, with his people. Mm. So him being displaced for those few years, like... Ha. You know, sometimes I get impatient, like you said about having patience. In thinking, and when is God going to do this thing? Where is it? When is it coming out? God is the father and the author of all time. So even in those moments when you're going through those hardships, by the time you come out of it, this example, this is something I'm going to be holding on to, this Joseph story. By the time you come out of it, it said that, and, and Joseph lived 110 years. So that all those extra years added on to the life that he had. When he was in the pit, when they brought him out, they sold him. He was in Potiphar's house. Then he was in the, uh, in the prison in the palace. And then he, was, he became the prime minister. All of those different transitional periods of his life, especially the, the bad parts, probably seem so hopeless and gloomy. But everything that he went through here, and he was able to get that, that understanding after it was all finished. Because sometimes, you know, as the Bible said, we see in part, right? Mm -hmm. So after a period of time, he was able to then 
come to this realization that everything that happened to me was not for me, okay? And a lot of times when we think about when things come out, I know we've said it here on the, on the podcast too, that some things we experience is not for us, it's for other people, it's for the next generation. So basically, this is like him coming to the realization and understanding that, that what God did for him all those years, not just keeping him throughout the trial, but then bringing him. And what I think one of the gifts that he, he received here was recognition and understanding. And this is just coming to me now that this, because sometimes when things are happening, it helps for you to understand at the end of it all that this was for my good. It's not that you just came, you know, having that recognition and understanding and coming to that, that mindset or shifting of his mind frame, that this was a good thing, was I think a blessing and a gift from God to him because he was able to say this thing and it sounded even prophetic the way he said it, you know, now therefore do not be afraid. I will provide for you. I will support you and the little ones. And then he comforted them. So uh, his life was definitely not wasted none of his experiences and you can read about him in Genesis um this is Genesis chapter 50 but I believe it starts a little bit before that his story this is just the where it comes to a head and um we see like the reasons for the the suffering if you, if you could put it that way the reason for the trial and then the other example I have here is um David too where it says um I'm not going to read first Samuel 17 34 to 36 but in this section here this is where David is saying, you know, that basically because he was able to look after his father's sheep, because he killed the lion, because he, um, he, he fought the bear and all these different things that protected the sheep in the wilderness that he was able to face Goliath. So I was looking at this situation as all of the training that he received in those times when he was in the field, when danger came and he reacted, when something threatened his, his property um, threatened his, the, you know, his father's sheep, he was able to have a response. And I think he learned that response. He learned the, the ability to respond in times of hardship from being in the wilderness when there was nobody else there with him. And sometimes God takes us through those, those times so that we could know and understand and grow in the knowledge of who God is and not just to be able to say, okay, I can rely on my own strength because how could a boy with sheep kill a lion and face a bear? It had to be God and, and him in the wilderness. And I feel like even in a lot of seasons of my life, and even more recently, I could say that God has brought me to the point where, um, you know, confessionally, I'll say this, that he's showing me that I need to just rest in him and need to rely on that strength that's coming from him. And sometimes, unfortunately, if you don't learn it, you can't learn it in a crowd, he's going to have to pull you to the side. He's going to have to isolate you so that you can learn this lesson. Because whatever faith you profess has to be tested and proven. Amen. So even so, looking at David here in this situation, he could boldly say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Because the faith of his, uh, uh, the, the, the test of his faith was in the wilderness with the lion and the bear. And then he could say, I'm standing behind God. He said, it says here in the verse, um, 36, 1 Samuel 17, 36, your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. Seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. 
So he's coming there with the power and the backing of the living God. So God teaches us in these wilderness, I don't want to say these wilderness moments, but because that's a that's an often used statement, but definitely that's where he was. He was out in the field with the sheep, tending the sheep, doing his job, minding his business, being, you know, <clears throat> probably one with the father because I'm sure he was out there singing, writing psalms. I can't believe he started writing psalms after he became the king. He was probably out there as a boy singing his songs, praying, worshiping God, so that now he can come before the giant and say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He can prove his the faith that was developed in that field when he defended the sheep. So God is, you know, using, or that's a, not a wasted experience. You know, sometimes we have to simmer down, be quiet, listen, and learn before we can move ahead. So I think I was going to reference the example of Hannah and only Hannah in 1 Samuel, um, 1 Samuel chapter 2. I'm going to, that's where it says, where um, Hannah's prayer is, where she's, um, you know, praising God and thanking him and, you know, and just, just basically saying how she came from where she was and who she is now. And she has nobody but to thank for God. Just like basically extolling, exalting the name of the Lord. So the reason I post, I use her as an example is just to say that after she went through what she went through, she didn't forget to come back to God. She didn't forget to give thanks. She didn't forget to give, pay homage to the Lord because everything that she went through, she didn't waste her experience. She turned it into prayer. She turned it into an offering, a sacrifice of worship, of prayer, because everything that she went through was able to bring out this. And everybody knows this is a famous prayer of Hannah in First Samuel chapter 2. So in all that we go through and everything that God has taken us through, let's not waste that the opportunity to give him thanks and to praise him and to uplift him and to just you know be in remembrance of all that he's done it's so easy to forget like and even i'll just share this and then this will be my final thing that i'm gonna say is that even recently when i was um traveling on the plane um when the plane took off and i i I told you the story right the plane when i traveled yeah so the plane when i see yeah so when the plane took off i I, all i all it was a lot of turbulence it was a you know it was a night but it was a lot of i didn't tell you okay (laughs) i'm sure i did when i when i get to the middle you're gonna be like oh yeah okay okay. so (laughs) a lot of turbulence and the plane was rocking the plane was shaking and i didn't think anything of it i just wanted to sleep because i was so tired and then um by the time i got to the layover point they kept telling us we're gonna board the next flight we're gonna board the next you know, the plane, they were just refueling or they were just checking for mechanical. They said it was a mechanical issue with the plane. Ten hours later, ten hour layover. Oh, oh, okay. okay. You see, see what I'm saying? What did they say? What happened to the plane? <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you now. So ten hours later, waiting inside of this airport, everybody's getting irate, angry, you know, coming up to the desk. When are we leaving? When are we leaving? There's a mechanical issue with the plane. In the back of my mind, I'm like, if there's a mechanical issue with the plane, don't put me back on that plane. Mm-hmm. Let them figure it out, fix it. And if you can't fix it, I can stay overnight in this place. I'm not going. <laughs> so <laughs> come to find out when I was ready, when we were after we were going to board another plane, because they couldn't fix that one, that that plane had been struck by lightning <laughs> multiple times and still made it. We took off at Newark. Made it all the way across the Atlantic Ocean to Greece after the plane had been struck by lightning. One of the passengers confirmed to me that he was sitting on the wing when the plane was struck and they couldn't get it back up again in the sky. 
So after that, I said, and I even, you know, I reached out to the airlines and I, I made a complaint that they were going to try to make us go back on that, that messed up plane. Why? And they said, they confirmed that the plane had been, um, uh, what did they say? They were fixing mechanical issues due to lightning strikes, plural. So the plane was struck multiple times. So the point of me saying that is the plane didn't come down. We made, I know a lot of planes get hit. I think they said it's like one plane every 1000 miles. So planes get hit often by lightning. But the point is serious damage that kept that plane from going back in the sky happened to that plane. But I still made it to my layover on a nine hour flight. Thank you, Jesus. But guess what? I forgot to thank God. How you know, dare me? Recently, twice this week, God has reminded me the intensive intensity with which you pray mm -hmm. when you really want something. Mm -hmm. And I, I would like to share it with as many people, especially when I'm leading praise and worship. Like the intensity with which you pray puts that intensity in worshiping God. Mm -hmm. Yesterday we were driving and we're mm -hmm. listening to this song. You needed to see how this... I'm not saying... I mean, I say this just... Not to say the person is lower than a regular person. But just to say how appreciative someone who cannot see is. He's mm -hmm. a blind man, but you needed to see the way he was worshipping. Yeah. You couldn't stay normal. You would worship. Mm -hmm. This guy was into it. He was mm -hmm. dancing. Mm -hmm. And you have your full eyes, two eyes, and you cannot <laughs> praise God. I can't praise God. Oh my God. And when you need something, you will be so intense in, in prayer. Yes. And clapping your hands. God have mercy. Tongues. Yes. You know, the same intensity. And then when you are praising God, people are looking at you as if something is wrong with you. Mm -hmm. But when you were praying, I saw you, you were crying. <laughs> now you can't praise God. You are too big the now. Way, I'm telling you. Oh, may God it have was me. a small praise. I think I, I lifted up like small. I, I did thank God. I lifted up a, a praise. And when I landed there initially, I just felt the need in my spirit to praise God. And I did when we landed. And I didn't even know it, all of that had happened. But you yes, know, amen. integrity of our hearts matter a lot. Like, I we need something I will kabash. Hey God. Yeah. And then, then when you get, when that, you thing get that thing, you're all relaxed and yeah. like what like, is no, looking like. like we eh? need to, we listen, <laughs> arise. We need these these worshippers need to arise. We need to arise. And this is why I like I, I cited this example because Hannah didn't waste the thank opportunity God, I like that. to praise and to thank God for a whole half of a chapter, chapter two. She didn't waste the opportunity. Uh, she saw everything Jesus. that she went through and she used that. that. She saw that as not something wasted. She didn't even waste her child. She offered her child up, you know, to live with Eli. So, and to, and to unto God though, unto God, not to just live with Eli. But at the end of the day, so let me just say this. I'll just say, you know, may God help us Amen. not to waste any experience we go through and help us Amen. to learn the most we can so that we don't repeat patterns and mistakes Amen. in our life Absolutely. in the name of Jesus. Amen. All righty. That's all I have to say about it. I said a lot, but <laughs> listen, we said a lot. So thank you for coming thank again you. to listen to our podcast episode. Don't forget to share, like, subscribe, do whatever it is you need to do. Send a message. Don't be a blessing. Get this word out. This is good word. Thank you. It's God's word. So, yes, God's until word. next time, remember, word. as we remain in him, we will be, be victorious, victorious because, because that's the believer's response. Have a joyful week ahead. Amen. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.